Charlie says the feminist movement in current politics and in the media has gone too far. Don't be a cunt, Charlie. Coco, why can't you be like Charlie? Coco said, Duh, duh, bully. Uh, the gas has been left on. Duh, so we just give it. Yes. <laughs> and then Mummy was very cross because Coco... <coughs> Okay, okay. Coco, this is your chance. Your public are listening. Go on, prove that I'm not crazy. No! <laughs> prove that I'm not crazy! He can talk! It's very likely that 400 of you will be injured in your cars tomorrow. You'll be within six miles of home and doing less than 30. And it's going to happen to a lot of you ladies. You'll be shopping, collecting the kids, going to the laundry. For some of you, the face you'll start out with in the morning won't be the same face you end up with by the evening. Why let it happen? Clunk, click, it's so simple. Clunk the car door, click the seat belt. Even if you are just going round the corner, clunk, click every trip. I have this horrible feeling that if I went to the cinema and saw a trailer, I wouldn't be able to hold back. I would stand up and be like, no, fuck you, boo, boo on you. And they'd probably have to drag me out. <laughs> me spitting at the screen. No, fucking get off it. Fuck you. That's an extreme reaction. <laughs> See, I've, that's the first time I've seen half of them. I've only listened to McCarthy's in Bridesmaids. She's in Bridesmaid, which the the, the follow-up to Bridesmaid, which were by the same director. Which am I right? Am I right in thinking it's her husband, or is it something to do with her husband? Um... <laughs> I've, been, I've, I've been hating her so much that I've been referring to just as McCarthy. So I've not actually. <laughs> so on my search engine, uh, let's try putting in her first name, McCarthy. I'll be like, oi, McCarthy. No. No, he did. Yeah. Oh no, he co-starred in. Sorry, I thought he was a director or something. He appeared in supporting roles in The Bridesmaid, yet I didn't see the heat. So basically, this poor bastard <laughs> just appears in Melissa McCarthy movies. What a life to lead. She's now 44. Uh, why don't we just postpone the movie for like 20 years? Because with her current weight and uh, age, she won't make it to 70. Carol was John Belushi when he died. Too fucking young. So she might be gonna say it. <laughs> that may happen. Because wasn't he supposed to be in Ghostbusters originally? I know he has a connection that he's No 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 the slime was based on. Are you talking John Candy or Jim Belushi? Jim Belushi's based on John Belushi. Sorry. Oh my god, how can I get the two mixed up when they are obviously so far apart in talent? Um, well, Jim Belushi was in the principal, which is a good one, pretty film. Is that like a is that like an action movie? Yeah. Yeah, I think I've heard of it. Um, so I'm just looking at this this woman's this woman's filmography. Melissa McCarthy. I'm aware. Like before anyone has a go, I'm well aware of some of the films she's been in, which is like you know very bad. A lot of people like Bridesmaid. Again, it's got a decent cast, but not. I just don't think she's funny. But let's have a look at some of the films she's been in. Charlie's Angels. In the bloopers. Yeah, in the bloopers. Charlie's Angels 2 in, in the, the bloopers, bloopers. Uh, 
Just Ugly People. That's Pretty Ugly People. It makes sense. She was in The Hangover 3. This is 40, which apparently is dreadful. No, I'm not. My apologies. This is 40. Is that the follow-up to Knocked Up? Yeah. Yeah. Which was awful. Which is awful. Um, she's not been in anything. Oh, don't give her that fucking screen credit already. God's sake. There's no... Uh, she was in Tammy, which she wrote and produced. She was in a, f- in a film, I really called Boo. Which stands for Bureau of Otherworldly Operations, which is blatantly like a Ghostbusters rip-off by the sound of it. Yes, it's an animated... It's a supernatural action comedy. Oh, starring Seth Rogen. And Bill Murray? Oh, no, story by Bill Murray. No, stars. Starring, my... my Film stars Seth Rogen, Melissa McCarthy and Bill Murray. The fuck is wrong with Hollywood? What the fuck is wrong with Hollywood? Leave our stuff alone. You're killing Um, our childhood. I hate the phrase... Everyone's like, oh, the phrase, you're killing our childhood. You're killing our childhood. I don't care what you say. You're killing a childhood. Don't dead. Okay, Chris Pratt, Indiana Jones. I don't mind that so much. Um, Indy's a holy character, but I was always more of a Star Wars guy than an indie guy. I know it's the same team, you know, Mr. Mr. Lucas and Steven Spielberg. Not that Spielberg did much on Star Wars. Um, but we're not, we're not stepping away from Ghostbusters that quickly, dude. There's more to come. But well, uh, just quickly, Chris Pratt put in a really nice little performance uh, in... Guardians of the Galaxy. So he could play. Because essentially, he's playing Indiana Jones in that. Basically, it, but yeah. with a better, with a better sense of humour. Indiana Jones is kind of funny, mm. um, but it's always the little one-liners, you know, like when he throws the Nazi off the blimp and uh, <laughs> no ticket. <laughs> I don't yeah. have a problem with Chris Pratt. I think it's just more the rebaking it. Why don't you just give it another name? If anything, I have a slight suspicion that the companies are working together. They're like, right. Let's announce Ghostbusters. Let everyone get mad. And it's like, yeah, 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 Ghostbusters. Fucking, we've just announced Ghostbusters, by the way, Chris Pratt's playing in the end of Jones. But fucking Ghostbusters, yeah! <laughs> There's not the underlying thing of it being feminist empowerment or whatever you want to call it, though. It's like Indiana Jones isn't female. I don't think it's got anything to do with feminism. That's I the thing. Th- I don't think the ghost... Let me talk about the, 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 the guy on Twitter who was saying, even if it's good, even if it's bad, it's empowering to have an all-female lead cast. I've just named about three or four movies with an all-female lead cast. Two of them were fucking Charlie's Angels, for fuck's sake. (laughs) I mean, all of the films that Melissa McCarthy stars in are all-female leads. The Heat, was that was the one with uh, fucking Sandra Bullock. Tammy, she was fucking in that. Bridesmaid, the ultimate all-female comedy. And yet they are giving us this bullshit thing where it's oh so progressive to have a female Ghostbuster. You know what's progressive? You want to know what's fucking progressive? The Expender Bells. That's a progressive movie. An action team of women. There's always been action films of women. From Bridget Nielsen to Cynthia Rockwell. Was that her name? Yeah. All of those. For years there's been strong female characters. Fucking Ripley. Strongest female character I've ever seen in an action film. Not that that was an all-female cast, but these are just examples. And now we've got this fucking Expendables. Okay, that's progressive. If you want hashtag fucking feminists, third wave and all that shit, then, then the Expendables is the one for you. Ban, ban the boob, free the nipple? Fuck that. It's Ghostbusters. That's progressive. So the complaint is that it's actually Ghostbusters. It's not. They could be making another film which is about ghosts and women 
chasing the ghost. We just said, why not Boo? Why not Bureau of Otherworldly Operations, the live-action movie with Melissa McCarthy and the fucking fantastic Kristen Wiig and Kate McKinnon? I'm choking on my own rage here. <laughs> so that was in um, reply to Abby's question. What do we think of Ghostbusters? <laughs> and that's I the start of the show. I need to sit down. <laughs> Tits and uh, shits. Quite literally, did you have a good bowel movement today? Um, <laughs> We've already talked about the shits when we talked about fucking the Ghostbusters movie. Uh, I just, I'm not finished, dude. It's just like, the... <sighs> welcome to the totally insane tape show. By the way, I'm Boo Lamont. Um, You're the guy that so... says we shouldn't go with. Well, do you I know what? We, nice we, we, we were going to go a completely different way with today's show, so let's start again. Welcome to the Totally Insane Tape Show. I'm the Green Cross Code Man, Boulamont. Look left, look right, look left again. It's a fucking Ghostbusters reboot! <laughs> I'm Dino Clunk Click. <laughs> now then, now then, Clunk Click Peppers. <laughs> clunk Click, no fucking dick. Oh, this episode we had a plan, and um, so I apologise for the for the for the mad outburst at the beginning. Um, we do have a plan for today's episode. It is we are going to stick to the to the to the uh, to the uh, uh, subject at hand, um, very chosen by Dean, and uh, it was just that yesterday, at the time of recording, the news of the Ghostbusters cast came out, and people were getting uppity about it, and some were saying how progressive it was. Whereas I just think it's bullshit. Um, anyway, so we're st- I'm still talking about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Keep going, keep going. Uh, they will be covered. Well, we'll cover this morning. I know Dave will be happy that this isn't on the Milk and It podcast. Dave will be very happy this isn't on the Milk and It podcast because he kind of likes the idea, yeah? Oh, and I mean, did you hear the shittest thing of all today? Um, they've announced, or they've the rumour is, that Sony want Bill Murray back, but as a completely different character. Yeah, let's fuck off. The rich history of the franchise and the video game as the third movie, and um, let's just start a new one where we've got this fucking idiot who's playing a subway. Melissa McCarthy playing a, a New York subway person that accidentally runs into supernatural shit and then becomes a Ghostbuster. Again, I like the other three women. Leslie Jones. I showed you a clip before we started recording. Maybe we were recording, and you guessed within seconds her role. In fact, we probably saw her role in the once SNL sketch called Ghost Chasers. So, uh, there's nothing wrong with Lady Jones. I love her work on the Weekend Update. She's a very funny woman. Kristen Wiig, one of my absolute favourite of all time uh, on SNL, um, and a fantastic female comedian, Kate McKinnigan, brilliant. However, I still don't want this Ghostbusters movie, and I know that some leading girls that would consider, consider themselves feminists agree. And it's not like we're going to start remaking all female movies with dudes, is it? Or are we? 
what Charlie's Angels with um, Vince Vaughn, Seth Rogen, <laughs> um, Eddie Murphy. Hey, Charlie, what are we doing today? <laughs> <laughs> now that'd be weird. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, look, all you people need to know, all you people need to know, is that Boulamont is deadly against this new bastardization of a beloved franchise. And fuck knows if the movie's going to be any good, but it could be a brilliant movie, but because it carries the name Ghostbusters, it is already a cynical cash-in on a beloved franchise. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is my opinion. For more, check out the Milk and It podcast when I tear Dave a new one for saying that he's looking forward to it. He's also bet me a tenner, ladies and gentlemen, that I will enjoy the movie when it comes out. So he's going to make me try and watch it. Let's see what happens. Join us on the Milk and It podcast. Maybe not this week, but the next episode. And God damn it, me and Dave are going to have it out. As he said, this could be our Yoko Ono. <laughs> It's a rape whistle. So, Dean, on a more cheerful note, why don't we get the show started properly? <laughs> yep, uh, so, uh, dead kids, rape whistles, paedophiles... Stranger danger, someone's <laughs> pussy, uh, AIDS, uh, rabies, and uh, Darth Vader. What do these things have in common, ladies and gentlemen? They can all be found... In something called a public service, a public public service pubic. announcement, <laughs> public service announcement. It wasn't a Jimmy Savile clunk clip one. Um, so yes, public service announcement. Uh, us here in the UK uh, have been having these uh, since the early seventies, uh, with some great examples uh, of of truly terrifying, nightmarish images. Um, these used to be shown in primary schools and these used to be shown before films at the cinema. Uh, I, I'd seen quite a few of them in my time and I do remember seeing them when I was younger. Um, there was a, a YouTube reviewer called Guru Larry and he did a really good retrospective of two of them, one called Apaches and one called... Uh, the Finishing Line. The Finishing Line, thank you. And um, so I kind of was inspired by his really great series, Track It Down, that's Guru Larry. Uh, I will tweet him. I don't know him personally. Uh, I will tweet him and just let him know that you know we're bigging him up on the show. I'm sure he'd love that. Um, but yes, so I saw uh, Apaches, his review of Apaches and the finish line, and it brought back not good memories, but it brought back memories enough that I went down and tracked tracked down some PSAs. And I, in the last few weeks, have watched over a hundred of these PSAs from around the world. So, um, and ironically, these videos, which are supposed to stop you doing things, have just warped your little mind. <laughs> they have indeed. Some of them are actually quite disturbing. Some of them are very disturbing. Um, I mean, just on the British thing, one of the most famous uh, of the British PSAs starred a cat called Charlie, who went on to uh, become a number three hit in the UK. In 1991. Free, Jesus. He, he was really high at the charts, and that was uh, by The Prodigy, and uh, the song yeah. was called Charlie Says. That was many years before they broke through with Firestar and um, Breathe, was it? Yes, and Poison. And, uh, Poison, yeah. Um, Pre-Fire started... Uh, I remember being quite young, my neighbours being students, and they were listening to this about midnight, just blasting out in the garden, and they're singing along to it somehow. 
<laughs> Singing along, obviously, just doing impressions of Charlie. That's actually Charlie. This is the surprise. We've actually got Charlie with us. <laughs> I told you we'd have someone's pussy in the room. <laughs> now, Charlie. <laughs> no, let's not go there. Let's not uh, go yeah, there. we did actually watch before we come on the. Because uh, they rebooted it almost with David Walliams. And you mentioned this, I didn't know about it. Watch that version, and it it doesn't work, does it? No, it doesn't. Um, the original had a child's voice. Again, all of these you're gonna have to track down yourself on uh, YouTube. But we will track oh, up a couple of links to the show. That's that. There, yeah. Oh my God, the magic of technology and video. Yes, we'll have videos. Videos. Video. VHS baby. Um, yes, Charlie says. So it was rebooted in 2014 um, by David Williams, as, as Dean said. Basically, all of them run along the same lines. It's a little boy who is talking about how his cat um, is telling him to avoid certain things. So the the the, the, the latest one had them uh, not using too many plugs, sockets, yeah, overloading it? power sockets. Um, the original and most famous one is the Stranger Danger one, mm. where a man offers the the boy um, if he'd like to see some puppies, and Charlie's like, "Pedo." <laughs> Every show so far. And Julie Savile as well, because I was going to mention the, you know, the, the, the clunk click um, yeah, campaign. Yeah, uh, oh, this is something I noticed actually watching them, because you see some from the 80s, they're, or 70s and 80s, they're very different in terms of the content. Because it's like they're just doing your seatbelts up, and then you get further along, it's like people in the back seats have to do the seatbelts up. I mean, the, some of them are so gruesome, though. The, the seatbelt ones are horrific. Some of the that's, the that's the new ones, though, isn't it? Because the old ones, it was like it's just Jimmy's over the car, and, go, and it's like, oh, you need to do this. Now then, now then, belt up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, or I'll be coming for you in the night. Now then, now. <laughs> this is something that affects everybody, especially you, ladies. It's like, hmm. It just sounds sinister him saying that now. But everything he says sounds sinister <laughs> now. Everything because you know the underlying truth. We're not going to get into this on this one. We've done it a million times. We have a special somewhere which I need to finish off <laughs> at some point. But yeah, the content of them changes from... You've got the Green Cross Code Man. Obviously, it's like an iconic image. The Green Cross Code Man. Uh, just wanted to get on that one. Um, there's a couple of really famous examples of the Green Cross Code one, which was Alvin Stardust, oh. the, the pop singer from the 70s, um, who sadly died last year, I think. And, um, he is back now, yeah. And... Um, and, and an early appearance by a very, very tall man by the name of Dave Prowse, who would go on to play Darth Vader. And in fact, it had a droid with him as well, so I don't know whether this was at the same time to catch... Do you remember the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had like a, like, a, like a BBC-style robot from back in the <laughs> 70s. Um, I think that might have been afterwards. What, to kind of cash in on it? Maybe. And then there's a very famous one. The, the next one was... Uh, footballer... Barnet, um, uh, Rudolph, no, Garadinica, no, Gaza, no, along those lines, Peter Shilton, <laughs> no, Bruce Grobler, no, Kenny Dalglish, uh, Ian Rush, who wrote football? It's funny old game in Red Dwarf. <laughs> Alan Hansen, no, not Alan Hansen. <laughs> along the lines of Gaza, okay, Chris Waddle, no, earlier, earlier, like seven, late like seventies football, Kevin Keegan, yes. <laughs> What a game that was. That was guess the footballer that Booty doesn't know the name of. He had the hair. He had the hair, you know, and he used to kick the ball. He was a footballer. 
Yeah, Kevin Keegan. Yes. Yeah. Was Keegan. he one? Okay. Don't be a fool. Look left, look right, look left again. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the, the content of them changed. It's like you got the Green Cross Guard Man. Obviously, image was iconic. You can have like cartoon characters of him reminding you. And later ones are just um, kids, the mobile phone one, the kids just sort of messing around. Oh. And they're just hit by a car. It's like they're very gruesome nowadays. We're in back 70s. 80s it was like just gimmicks oh I mean the, the, the ones some of the ones we mentioned already um, specifically Apaches and the finishing line brutal Apache oh my god Apaches is um, it, five children basically the premise is five kids go to a farm and die in horrific ways in full view there's no panning back at the camera or anything terrifying um, so what's the, the public service in that one then don't muck around them farms, you tit. That, that's the... <laughs> Again, that's, that's the topical thing of the era. Is like, do we mess around on farms these days? There's none around these do days. Talk, don't mess around on farms. Don't it's mess completely around. topical. The PSAs are really good like little time captures of the fear that was going on in the country at the time. And no, away, from, away from the automobile ones. I mean, clunk click, it's now illegal to not wear a seatbelt. So there's yeah. no longer... And that advanced towards... Uh, Building up in the back seat and texting while driving. Exactly. So all of these as we go along, but I mean, if we go back, um, some of the most famous examples of British PSAs are for AIDS and rabies. Now, sadly, not much of a cure for AIDS. Um, they're still working at it. There've been lots of breakthroughs. Rabies is something you don't hear about at all anymore. Yeah. Ever. But they were like, don't take your pet abroad. You know, you could be risking danger and if you think you've got rabies and, and you start feeling the symptoms it's already too late you're dead yeah but the AIDS ones are very famous the AIDS ones are and they, they're put down as being the main reason why it didn't spread so much apparently now you were saying earlier that they were narrated by John Hurt I think you're correct it was John Hurt the voice yeah definitely and that, and the one I watched was like, like there's an intro to the video I can't remember which ones I was watching you said it to me and it's like it was the most effective PSA ever it's like the man it was there's saying, an ice, the, the, there's an iceberg um, crashing yeah, into Britain. It's, it's the AIDS virus. Very yeah. symbolic in terms of what's going on in the video, rather than showing graphic details or stuff. Because those top ones they considered scary. This person was the AIDS ones, or it's, but they're not that graphic. No, Number one not. was essentially the John Hurt narrating over something saying AIDS can kill you doing this, and it's uh, it's put down as being the most effective thing ever, PSA wise. Yeah, but I mean, and that's an example of a PSA for an adult. Mm. You know, they're saying have safe sex. Whereas what that, the number two um, on that list that I sent was uh, Lonely in Dark Water, which yeah, was narrated by John Pleasance. It's another one on the farm, isn't it? <coughs> it's, a, it's another one like Apache. Um, it's basically kids dying. Uh, it's narrated by Donald, Ple Donald Pleasance, and he's playing the Grim Reaper. And he's basically saying stuff along the lines of, I like to kill children. I wait in the shadows until they fall into the deep and lonely water, and then I take their lives. Basically, it's something along the lines of that, but um, very effective because you, it, it, it's stuff you remember, and you see the first like three kids die, and then the th the fourth one gets rescued, and because he doesn't like uh, sensible children, who does? Um, but it's um, that's an example of one that's being made purely to scare children I mean another great example of the ones to scare children other than Apaches and Lonely and Deep Water Dark Water uh, was the electric fence uh, not the electric fence ones you know the power yeah, station power ones one, yeah. fucking hell 
There, there's one from the Atex Repose. Um, one kid goes to get his football back and gets toasted, and a, and a younger kid goes off to help him, toasted, dead, blackened, burnt to a crisp, and that. I wouldn't fuck around on a power station anyway. It, it, it's the other famous one being the kid that goes to get the kite off the uh, power the cables. Yeah. And um, the last kind of few seconds of that is his burnt and dead body falling in slow motion to, slowly to the ground. Beautiful. Grim. Indeed. Possibly the worst one on that list you sent me was uh, it playing around on the train tracks. And actually, it looks like real footage. Uh, is that the one where the kid loses his foot? I think that? it's more... They're more grown up in it. I think it's like kids just playing around on the tracks in general. And it sort of does a quick thing about um, someone going to collect something called the train tracks, a shot of a train coming along. And the next scene is just, just a, a worker in a high-vis vest walking along the train tracks. He's picking up things off the rail. And it's got a voiceover on it. It's just silent. There's a voiceover saying... Oh yeah, I, I, I tried to try to save him, tried to help him, kind of thing. And it's just people doing a voiceover, and it looks real. And they cut to fit pictures which are pixelated. Oh, and if it Jesus. was actually, yeah, 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 yeah. That was possibly the worst one there because they're all saying, "Oh, it was graphic depictions of stuff." Yeah. And all of them, they're kind of the car crashes, uh, the kids being beaten up. It's like you know, it's set up and faked. But yeah. this one yeah. was kind of, I don't know if that's real or not. One of the most disturbing ones I saw was one called Cartoon Boy, which was one for the NSPCC. Yeah. And in it, an abusive father is swearing and beating the shit out of the kid, but the kid is an animated character, so he's about, you know, he's being thrown against the wall, and he, you know, his eyes are spinning, and he's got birds tweeting around his head, and the father gets gradually more and more violent, and then at the end, he throws a cartoon character down the stairs, and the camera pans up, and it's a little boy, and the the line says, "Real kids don't bounce back." And uh, truly terrifying, just a real horrible one. I think NSPCC had the, they probably had the best ones in terms of the way they're done, because I know a couple of them are a bit. They get the message across. Yeah, some of them are kind of pushing it too much, like the car crash ones are always a bit bad. But there's the uh, other one they did, uh, the the uh, ventriloquist doll. Which oh is the grown-up Jesus! That one just horror movie all over it that was genuinely sad because the doll was so well done as well mm. like you could see the sadness in the doll's eyes yeah essentially it's a a doll just sitting with normal kids in a class and it's like the, the father I'm guessing it was just controlling the doll so anyone asks a question or talk to the doll the dad's speaking talking in the ear and he's mouthing it with her he's mm. not faking the voice he's just saying no no, no it's okay uh, I'm okay, I just want to go upstairs now, kind of thing. That one's generally quite creepy, but I'm not sure that one would necessarily get the message to kids on that. That's the thing I had with those ones, is kind of, you watch the cartoon kid bouncing around. Yeah, that's fairly obvious what that's about. The kid's getting the shit kicked out of him, making yeah. stop, whereas this know. one is, kids are suffering in silence, but if you're a kid that's suffering in silence, maybe that wouldn't come across. The same with the cartoon one, I felt those were a bit they're more arty for the sake of being arty but then you've got the ones that are quite brutal for the sake of being brutal mm. it's always the drunk driving ones or even like belting up on the back seat now it's like rather than Jimmy Savile saying click click every I mean, trip kind of <clears> thing, it's now a young boy sitting in the back who's not put his seatbelt on he sort of smashes his mum in the back of the head kills, oh. blood everywhere and it's kind of okay 
bit brutal just for the sake of it, really. Totally. I mean, the most brutal one, which actually came out very recently, I'm talking like in the last five years, as recent, um, was the little girl who's dead up against, you know, she's dead and crushed against the tree. Mm. And it goes in reverse. It says at 30 miles, this is where I would have ended up at 20 miles. If you'd stopped at 20 miles an hour, this is where I would have ended up. Mm. And because it goes in reverse, all of her bones unbreak and all of her limbs untwist. And um, very disturbing. Yeah. Very disturbing. Well, that goes back to the whole content of the things where it's rather than caricatures and uh, symbols and gimmicks and cartoon stuff and celebrities it's just pure brutality in terms of the way it's pushed at you mm. like this is what you need to tell people what's going on now it's oh you need blood everywhere and smashed up faces and kids broken bones before everywhere it's almost like mini horror movies they are like little I mean especially Apaches that is like a little mini horror well, those movie. ones are more I mean the finish they are, they are and there's like actual mini movies which yeah, the finishing line is really 20 minutes yeah. it's 20 minutes long the, the, the finishing line which is we didn't really discuss the finishing line while we were talking about the train one the finishing line is about <clears throat> um, an Olympic style uh, yeah, sorry Olympic style like a, a school sports day kind of thing but um, all of them are related to the kids killing themselves on, tra- in, on train tracks and um, yeah the first game is like having to run across the tracks when the train's coming mm. or is it they don't have the train's coming they just have to run across the track yeah. they have to break down the fence second game is throwing bricks, bricks through, through windows. the window yeah. um, hitting ev- like hurting people in the you know they get points if they've managed to get someone in the face yeah. uh, there's a the train driver's dead and slumped over because he's been smashed in the head yeah, and the bricks six points for killing someone and the last one's dark. just the really darkest thing in the whole the old film was like the kids just walking into a tunnel that was the last game was all the kids have to walk through the tunnel and then at the other side of the tunnel it's got all the adults bringing the dead the kids dead bodies out yeah that one was quite chilling but it's one of those things you can watch and it's it is like a mini movie but don't worry Dean it's not all uh, doom and gloom because uh, um, one of the examples of a comedy one was for um, giving blood and it starred Rowan Atkinson and he's basically shouting, he's, he's talking to a stone and he's saying, oh, come on, you know, without blood, um, you, no one can have operations. Haemophiliacs would die. And then as he turns around, one bit of blood starts pouring out of the stone and he goes, oh, thank you. The joke being, it's like getting blood out of a stone. There is, a, you know, a little bit of humour. You were, again, memorable and um, not too violent. But you, I suppose you can't really get violent with, offering to donate blood donate blood or this would happen ving, 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 ving. <laughs> yeah was there any other funny ones you can remember Dean other than the Rowan Atkinson there's one there's the hilarious RSPCA one the RSPCA one there's uh, how much is that dog in the window and they just sing the song with the dog and it's slowly zooming in on the dog's face and then a gun pops out of the side of the screen and says uh, donate or kill the dog <laughs> which I thought was hilarious um, which is it comes off the back of their other one which is actually quite oh th- the other one broke my heart yeah. uh, it was my little my little puppy and it's the uh, family getting a dog for Christmas and they're all smiles and the dog's pissing on the floor and the smiles are certainly turning and the kids uh, you know they're not taking them for a walk they're not looking after it and it finishes with the dad putting the puppy in a bag zipping it up and drowning it Drowning the fucking dog broke my heart. I was like, "Why?" 
Talking of dogs, while we're on there, have you seen the Frank series? Yeah. Now, um, there's a couple of really decent ones. One that got banned was... Did you see the the drug mule dog who had been killed mm. in Gutter? It was voiced by David Mitchell. No. Then this would be a good place to have a word <laughs> with our sponsors. You know that feeling when you wake up in a basement with a massive gaping hole in your chest? No? Well, I've had better mornings. Pablo. Turns out I've been used to smuggle cocaine into the country, which does rather prompt the question, what's the big deal with coke? So I talked to this dealer and he said, It's all about the profit. I'm making sure no one messes with us! Okay, Mr. Gunn, sir. And these headache pills he's cutting his coat with couldn't wait to tell me that... I'm actually on the street, it's only 30% cocaine. And 70%, who the hell knows? Then I met Mr. Disco here. Lots of people are doing it, Pablo! Really? So I went to this nasty toilet and this girl asked me... Did you spare us a tenner? Uh, no, I'm, I'm a dog, obviously. Oh, and by the way, your heart's beating so fast you can't get a word out. And a coked-up friend is no help at all. Get out of my face! Leave me alone! Steady on. And look who we have here. A bleeding nostril. Perfect. I'm bleeding! Well done. Yes, you are. So I picked up the phone, somehow, and talked to Frank. Finally, someone who made sense. There's a darker side to coke. To find out more, visit talktofrank.com. Greetings, podcast fans. Uh, I'm Mossman, off of 80s cartoon Masters of the Universe. And as you can imagine, since that cartoon finished, I've had plenty of time on my hands to check out all the geeky podcasts on the internet. And trust me when I say, the best one around is the Milking It podcast. They review films, TV, comics, wrestling, and anything else from the week of geek. And what's more, you can get it on iTunes, you can get it on Stitcher, or you can get it on direct link from the milkingitpodcast.com. That's milkingitpodcast.com. So, check out David Davis and the Totally Insane Tape Show's own Boulamont on the Milking It Podcast now! <laughs> anyway, guys, gotta get going. I've just had a very strange text from Ram Man about his battered rosebud. <laughs> Sounds like Fisto's been messing about in his garden again. Take it easy! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all fucking ages, my name is Dino Peppers and I have a question for you. Do you like this podcast you're listening to? Do you? then you need to let us know. Head over to the Totally Insane Tape Show website at, conveniently, totallyinsanetapeshow.com and see all the platforms we are available on. As of this recording, you can listen to and watch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Tuning Radio, SoundCloud, and hey, even in video format on the YouTube network. Yes, YouTube, video, amazing, isn't it? Social networking, we have Twitter and Facebook covered. Go to one, two, three, help all the places that we are currently available to download, stream and interact with, click the subscribe, like, RT, upvote and or share button, whichever is applicable for that site. Give the show the highest rating possible on that site. Leave a comment and review. It doesn't have to be Shakespeare. It doesn't have to be Dickens. It doesn't even have to be up to Dan Brown standards. A simple, great show lads will do. We're not worried if you're not as cunning a linguist as Mr Lamont. Just leave a note to say how much you enjoy or dislike the show. Yes, dislike. We don't mind a well thought out critical comment from time to time, as long as you're not being a cunt about it. Because we want to improve, and your input is important to us. So I'll repeat that question. Do you like this podcast you are listening to? The address you can answer that on is totallyinsanetateshow.com. All the links are there, all the shows are there, and we want all of you there. Because as Boulamont always says... Highly recommended. 
This blatant begging message was brought to you by the people at the Tony Insane Tape Show and 8 o'clock comics.com. 8 o'clock comics.com. We draw stuff. I'll buy my Shoot the Defence is the opinionated, entertaining football show with serious debates you're looking for. We have a variety of guests from ex-footballers to journalists, members of parliament to athletes. Every month, former Chelsea, Swansea and Brighton striker Leon Knight weighs in with his opinions on Nightly. So tune in on iTunes, Stitcher, tune in radio, shootdefence.com and the FNX network. And let Stell, John, Mike and Stuffy give you a free football lesson. Follow us on Twitter at Shoot the Defense. Please give us a pound, or we'll have to pull the trigger. Now, I've got a friend called Frank, who I used to like doing drugs with. <laughs> so he used to go want to do drugs, talk to Frank. All right, I will. Um, that, was a, that was a made-up name. I don't have any <laughs> friends who do drugs called Frank, especially ones who I love. And he's definitely not a wild and crazy guy. He knows what I mean by that. Um, but yeah, that was one of the Frank commercials, um, which were in the UK a couple of years ago. That one particular was banned. Um, but some of the other ones were a little boy bouncing, like, full of questions. Do you remember that one? Uh, yeah, I remember that one. What does that actually do? The woman does coke on the toilet. He stands up and he goes, what does that actually smell like? Um, but those were really patronising. They were really patronising. There was yeah. a girl on ecstasy in a club. And he's going, why is your jaw doing that? And why does your face look so weird? That's it, why does your face look so weird? But, um, <clears throat> excuse me. And then the other one, which was really famous from the Frank series was the Brain Superstore. Do you remember this? I found it very patronising. As an advocate for the smoking of marijuana and marijuana-based products, um, I'm not disagreeing with what they say. They're basically saying, oh, you can't replace your brain, so don't smoke weed. Um, I know a very lot of of astute people who uh, smoke marijuana. Um, It does, unfortunately, have adverse effects on some people, so there is a necessity to have adverts like this, but I think there's a softer approach than you're going to lose your brain if you smoke weed. Things have they actually proved it? Um, People with existing mental illnesses, like schizophrenia... I know there was that whole study where, or the thing where they're saying, oh, it causes schizophrenia, but then I know someone who looked into it all, and they said the study was over so many people and it's like those people would have had it anyway yeah it was in existing people I'm, again I'm not you know shitting on scientific research um, and just because I advocate it doesn't mean it's safe for everybody but there is a you know there is a degree of um, fear tactics in that Frank commercial yeah I mean um, have you seen the famous American one Reefer Madness that's the most famous people the actual movie yeah the whole movie I've seen I've seen the uh, Mystery Science Theatre three thousand riff <laughs> version, um, and that, I'm very familiar with Reefer Madness as a PSA. Basically, they're saying you know, um, if you smoke the dangerous reefer, you'll end up mad. Hence, mad killing people. <laughs> play the piano faster, faster, <laughs> faster. <laughs> I think that's where they lose out on the, the drug things. Is a bit. I would love to be that high. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, so all the drug ones I found quite patronising. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not somebody 
takes drugs. No, I, I was going to say, I, you're I not a drug guy, are you at all? No, like, I drink a lot. Wait. And obviously the drunk driving one's fair enough. Don't drink and drive. I don't drive, so... I, <laughs> I was going to say... <laughs> But yeah, the drug ones I found really patronising, like the little kid saying this, it's like, so what is wrong with her face? Well, she's having a good time. Let her have a good time. But you have the reef of madness going off from one, and now people laugh at it. The brain superstore one, I looked at and went, yeah, that's not really the case though, is it? It's not the case. It's a <clears throat> They're basically saying, you know, in a very, 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 very small minority, something bad could happen, but... In a very, very, very small minority, if you eat a peanut, it can close your throat up and kill you. So, are they doing a peanut awareness throat superstore commercial? Is there actually a PSA about peanuts yet, or gluten? Because people have allergies to it. Now. Of course, like that's the latest. That's the latest buzzword, isn't it? Gluten free. Yeah, I know people have cut it out and they said like they're healthier for it, but they're not allergic to it. They just kind of realise they're healthier for it. They're not glutens for punishment. Then. <laughs> <laughs> So how much of the PSAs is actually kind of spin for people getting rid of stuff? Because there's the smoking ones as well, which I found... Well, oh, we but know some of the smoking ones are vile. Yeah, but we know smoking's bad, but it's legal. So why don't they just ban it if it's bad for us? <sighs> because then Money. they wouldn't be able to tax the cigarettes. Yeah, but there's PSAs, oh, stop smoking. Right, okay. Um, why is it legal? It's perfectly fine to go and buy some. The government is saying, stop smoking. Here's the subliminal message. Smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so you got them saying stop smoking, but they're still selling it. The, you can't take drugs because it's bad for you, but the research isn't all there, I don't think. No, not, not and entirely. And then we come to the... Like, you got spin on PSA sometimes. So I think the drugs are the main ones. There is one you sent a couple of days ago, which maybe brought with laughter just seeing it. Um, mm. The 1950s American one, The Dangers of Homosexuals. Aha, how to spot a dangerous homosexual. Um, <laughs> Shall I laugh my ass off that? It was funny. And the best thing was I sent it to a friend of mine who uh, is of that persuasion. And he went, I agree with everything they say. <laughs> God, I love that guy. Um, <clears throat> but yes, um, exactly. It's It's a great time capsule for the state uh, um, for the state of panic at that time as we said from AIDS rabies ship nearly forgot uh, the very famous one that I sent you uh, yesterday um, this is a this is a nod to um, Doug Walker the nostalgia critic um, he has an ongoing joke uh, on his com he does a series on commercials and on the odd occasion the rape whistle comes out this is a Canadian PSA um, where it's uh, a child's birthday party um, or, or or is it a baby shower? It's been a while since I've seen it. I sent it to you because I knew you, you kind of dig it. It's either a baby shower, a birthday, or a kid's birthday party, and everyone's having a good time, smiling, yay, and they're opening presents. And then the grandmother gives one, and she opens the box and she lifts it out, and she goes, "Oh, what is it? It's a rape whistle." What a party pooper! <laughs> It's a, it's a rape whistle, and when you go clubbing, do, 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 Like, there's no way to, like, sunny that one up a bit. I mean, there's, if we're going foreign now, the most, the most famous American PSA to me is this is your brain, this is your brain, this egg. She's holding an egg, and this yeah. is your brain. Breaks it into the pattern. This is your brain on drugs. 
I think in America, because they are so out there, they get parodied a lot. Whereas in the UK, we don't get too much parody. The only parody I've seen was a Charlie um, says, um, don't talk to strangers, Jimmy Savile. There he goes again. We might have been fucking hell. But, um, Jimmy Savile podcast. Jimmy Savile podcast. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, again, that one was... Like... It was parodied in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, it's been parodied all over the place, isn't it? Yeah. But again, that's kind of talking down on the drugs thing. Where it's like, where's your proof on that one? Don't get me wrong. I mean, obviously, I'm dead against the unmentionables, heroin, cocaine, um, crack, and all that. You know, there, there are drugs that you don't fuck with, and, and we yeah. would not advise any of our listeners to ever fuck with shit like angel dust. Um, myself, my favourite combo is what they call the hippie speedball, which is a cup of coffee and the occasional joint. Um, that, there's nothing wrong with that, in my opinion. But um, don't go fucking shoving shit up your nose and your veins and stuff. Here's a PSA from the Totally Insane Tape Boys. Don't be a fool. It's cool not to do drugs. I pity the fool that does. That's terrible. Okay. Is there anyone out there who still isn't clear about what doing drugs does? Okay. Last time. This is your brain. This is drugs. This is your brain on drugs. I've seen a lot of things on drugs, but I have never, ever, ever looked at an egg and thought it was a fucking brain, not once. I have seen UFOs split the sky like a sheet, but I have never looked at an egg and thought it was a fucking brain, not once. I have had seven balls of light come off of a UFO, lead me onto their ship, explain to me telepathically that we are all one and there's no such thing as death. But... I've never looked at an egg and thought it was a fucking brain. Now, maybe I wasn't getting good shit, but, uh... But yeah, I've had a, I've had a whale of a time going through the PSAs. Some There's of one them... we haven't mentioned yet, actually. I don't know if it counts as a PSA. Okay. Uh, is it Fred's? Oh, my. Have we not talked about Fred's before? We have. Okay. That counts as a PSA, isn't it? It... Because this goes into the thing I'm no, saying No, there was an even more famous one. Sorry, we're talking about nuclear disaster here. We're talking yeah. about what happens if a nuclear bomb goes off in your city. Because some of them have popped up in the YouTube feed when I was looking at them. And that comes into the whole content and what people are scared of. You don't see them anymore because... Because they're fucking bollocks. If you hear a nuclear <laughs> explosion, grab a blanket and duck under it. <laughs> That's right, folks. Duck and cover. Does he get in the cupboard under the stairs? Paint the cupboard white. Put a mattress against the wall. Get rid, uh, if cover. anybody dies in the house, um, wrap them up in blankets. Uh, write their name and details on a bit of paper and stick it to. Listen, I'm sorry. If you like, if there's a nuclear explosion, drop to your knees and start praying to any god you can think of, any character in any book, because you are fucking dead. Fallout. You're going to die of radiation. If you're near the blast, you're going to be evaporated. And again, PSA is being uh, bollocks sometimes. It, it's it's also fear mongering to the public, especially fear mongering and making them feel better. It's like, oh yeah, bombs drop. We're going to go in our cupboard, which I painted white last week, and we're going to put the mattress all the way downstairs. Should it take more than five minutes? I mean, the craziest one, not uh, not particularly threads. It was another one like when threads. The wind, when the wind blows, is that? Count? No, don't don't, that not, don't don't break my heart. Let's try it again without the fear and the tears. Um, 
No, When the Wind Blows is heartbreaking, but there was one which was like a BBC Two special, what happens in a nuclear bomb, a nuclear explosion. You're meant to dig a hole in the garden and sit in it with like a tarpaulin cover. Did you hear this one? No. Oh, man. But anyway, um, Threads is available on YouTube. If you want to spend an hour and a half of your life being completely fucking miserable, then I could not recommend Threads higher than any movie. Uh, uh, more heartbreaking than Angela's Ashes. Um, more painful to watch than Bend It Like Beckham. Nothing's more painful. Nothing's more painful. Okay, I believe that's our most cheerful show yet. Blood guts, rape, bristles, drugs, nuclear bombs. The worst of all, Ghostbusters reboot. (laughs) Shall we end it on a high? Uh, (laughs) Why are you going to play the the weed commercial? (laughs) Oh, you see what I did there? I I, I bought it back. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, out of all the roaches I've had, that is a pucker one. That's been the Totally Insane Tape Show for this week. Um, hopefully you've learned the dangers about not buckling up in your car. Clunk, click, every trip. And remember to look left, look right, and be left afraid again. of homosexuals. Always be afraid. <laughs> when there's something strange and it don't look good, who are you going to call? The government, apparently. Um, I've been Boulamont. I've been Dino Peppers. And remember, kids, stay safe wherever you are. As Charlie says. Charlie, you need that rope whistle. (laughs) Charlie says, never let Kung go near my back end.